Eagles Entertainment. On Saturday, July 31st, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media following practice. Great. We're attacking our day today. There you go. Hi, <laughs> every day. Uh, so, Nick, Nick, I know it's only been three practices, but uh, what have you seen from Jalen Hurts so far? You know, yesterday, at, or yeah, yesterday at the uh, in the red zone practice, I saw some really good, great throws, like big time throws. He had one to Dallas uh, in this corner of the end zone right here, in the right corner of the end zone. And he also had one to uh, Jason Kroom that, that he made a play off of a scramble. So just seeing, I'm just seeing the, the, that playmaking ability. And that was great to see in that red zone day the other day. So just want to continue to make, you know, cut out any mistakes that he's making and continue to make those plays that he's making and, and uh, just see how special he is with the ball in his hands. Nick, are you and your offensive coaches attacking anything with his fundamentals to work on those areas of his We're game? We're always, Howard, always talking about feet and, his, and the, how his drop correlates with it. So everything we do is going to be to get his feet in sync with the play and to get his feet target line set to where he's throwing the football. That's the most important thing we can do for a quarterback's fundamentals. Again, don't mess I, I don't mess with the the quarterback up top, right? He, he's he's been throwing this way his entire life. Um, I, I don't mess with too much of that. Just about the finish really up at the top. But everything we do fundamentally is gonna be with his feet. And also ball security and keeping two hands on the pocket and the in the when he is when he is about to move that is something that we have to continue to work on because he has a tendency as he moves to keep one hand on the ball we just got to get the two hands on the football as he moves in the pocket so fundamentals at every position is critical his is no different and and we have we have a great coach in brian johnson that is uh, he, that's one of the main reasons he's here is because he's great with fundamentals of quarterback play the process gone with him and, and getting his getting your feedback on his feet and where they should be where is he in that progress it's it's a work it's a work in progress it, you're just trying to get a little bit better at that each day but again it just starts with just doing the right thing with with your drop right and then it's and then it goes just like any any fundamental you want to get better at you got to drill you got to walk it you got to drill it and then you got to carry it over to the team and it takes and it takes time exactly what we want them to do on each play and and so uh it, it's 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 work the the process is going well. It's just, but we're we're far from where we need to be. so far, do you like what you've seen from your offensive line? Oh man, this this offensive line just just ecstatic to be around this offensive line. Just again, you got a lot of guys that have won a lot of football games here, particularly on that on that right side with Brandon and with with Lane and with Jason in the middle. They just won, and, and Isaac for that matter. Um, so, you know, we're waiting for Isaac and, and Brandon to get back at it uh, after a couple things that they're going through with their with their bodies. But, yes, just very excited for the offensive line that we have. You know, you win football games because you're good on the O-line, D-line. I mean, that's that's no secret. That's the same no matter if you're playing peewee football, uh, middle school football, high school football, college football, pro football. So um, just happy with who we have there and then the depth that – Howie and his his staff have gotten here um, with the, with the other players Nick, behind what's them. Your, what's your level of concern with Jalen Rager failing his uh, conditioning test and not really practicing full yet? 
you know, we, we obviously want our, all our guys out there every single day. Um, you know, Jalen Jalen had to go through some some things that I can't even imagine going through uh, that he had to deal with, and so I know that mentally that he has to, he had to he has to get himself in a, in a spot. So I'm I'm not concerned. Um, you know, he's he's been getting himself back back ready to go these last couple days. He's got some tightness in his body. That's why we're holding him back. Again, anytime we just believe that in practice so much that that's where you improve as a player. So anytime a player misses, of course we're 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 not going to want that. But no concern because he's he's on track to be ready, and he'll we'll get some reps today out of practice. What was your thought process behind stopping practice when you did yesterday, gathering the team? Uh, is that something you typically do? Is that something just on the spur of the moment? You know. I just wanted practice to finish uh, the way we wanted to finish. There's so many games in the NFL that come down to the last drive, right? And so I just wanted it to finish strong. And I felt like the defense was having a, a good day and the offense was having a below average day. And just wanted them to know that, hey, whether you're having a good day or a bad day, when we get into the fourth quarter and it's tight, you always got to play the next play. And the next play, and the next play, and you can't you can't think about what's going to happen in, in two plays from now or next drive, and you sure as heck can't think about what happened the the play before. And it was just a good example of how a season goes. There's ups and downs in the season. There's ups and downs in the game. There's ups and downs in practice. It's just about how you finish and play the next play. And, and I just thought that was a good opportunity to talk about that with the team. The quarterback room in general. Um, you know, you have a veteran in Joe, a guy with Nick who's played some games in San Francisco. What's that relationship like behind the scenes uh, with those three players? Yeah, quarterback rooms, uh, that is one of the, the best places that are in, the, in that building, to be able to sit in a quarterback room. I sit in the quarterback room every day. Um, every, every meeting I'm, I'm in there, Shane's in there, Brian's in there, and then obviously uh, Nick, Joe, and, and Jalen. And so they, they, we just talk through so many things, right? We talk through just why we're calling a play and um, what we wanted against and what it might not be good against. And so there's just these all these conversations that go. And then Joe has all this experience. Nick has experience. Jalen has experience. And just, hey, what is your favorite time you've ever hit this? And, and I think I just see them connecting on, you know, being in that room together and really, really happy with that. Like I said, a couple days ago, really happy with that room. I think a lot of teams in this in this league would be ecstatic to have the three types of three players that we have. These first few days, has the defense been ahead of the offense? And if so, does that speak more to your defense or your offense? You know, I think it's I think it's it's typical early in camp that the defense is head of as head of the offense in, in some situations. You know, we we keep score every day. Like really, who won this play? Who, did, did, it's really cut. did the defense win this play or the offense win this play? The defense win this play or the offense win this play? And so the defense has won the last couple of days, and and that's a tribute to Coach Gannon and his coaches. But it is, it, but it's early, right? It's early, and and you want that consistency to happen both sides. And so, you know, I don't put too much too much into that, especially at this time, and especially that's kind of typical too down in the red zone. Right, the, the, the windows are tighter. We did. I, I told you guys the other day why we started in the red zone. Um, so it's just a little bit. I think a lot of the offensive coaches, offense players, are like man, that, that that was a rough first day. But you got to realize again, sometimes the defense is ahead of the offense early in 
early in camp and then also at the start of red zone they're ahead of the offense too so it was kind of a, a double whammy there but I love the energy the defense is bringing um, they're relentless to the football and that's what we want to do like that relentlessness to the football makes us better getting the football out and protecting the football and I, and I just see the hustle that that coach Gannon has has installed instilled in them and then the players just run into the ball like they are so credit to Coach Gannon, his staff, and the players. What, what's been the most challenging aspect of this first week for you? Um, you know, it's just it, again everything with the with a new job title. It's just the the balance of of you know all the the doing what you did to get to this spot, but then also taking on the new uh, responsibilities and being able to delegate things that you can delegate. So it's just it's just the again the now that we're in training camp so in the off season it was how do i transition from the offense coordinator to the head coach while still doing the things with the offense and you know that's what you think about in the off season and then in training camp it's the same thing how do i do it in training camp so that i wouldn't say that that's been i guess the biggest challenge uh to say is just to to create that to have balance create that balance and and trust the guys. I have so much trust in our offensive coaches. That's why they're here and hire them there. So I, you know, just be able to when I need to be with a player and not in the offensive meeting, uh, be okay with not being in the offensive meeting and being with that player. Uh, you guys signed Andre Patton, the guy you had with the Chargers as a wide receivers coach, and Shane has worked with him as well. What, what do you see in him, and, and how can he help you guys? Yeah, you know. We needed we needed more legs out there with the with the wide receivers, and we had familiarity with with Andre. I, you know, I was with Andre as uh, his rookie year, and when I was with him that year, he stayed on our practice squad. And the reason he stayed on our practice squad is because we we had high hopes for him that he could develop into a good player, um, because he had natural ability to bend. Um, he was long. And he, he had a lot of talent. He, could catch, he, he was solid catching the football, and he had a lot of talent in that wide receiver room. And, you know, it was fun when I, when I did go to Indianapolis, get to see him, wa- watch him kind of gr- continue to grow and develop and make plays in the NFL. So, you know, it's hard to get guys that have made plays in the NFL, uh, they, you know, that aren't on a team at this particular time. And he gave us an opportunity to, one, somebody that knew the offense and, and knew what we expected out of the receiver position, and two, had had some experience. Andre Dillard tap out of a play after he kind of got a helmet in the face, and, and I think the day before there, it seemed like he was upset with himself. You could see it physically um, manifest itself with the way he carried it, was carrying himself. What do you what do you make of how he's kind of mentally handled the early part of camp so far? Yeah, I, I'm I'm very pleased with how Andre's Andre's went through, you know, playing through some bumps and bruises that he has, um, because that's and, that, and that's what he's going to have to do during the season, right? It's the way their bodies feel now is probably as, as good as their bodies are going to feel the in, entire year, right? Because it just the season just continues to go, and the and your bodies, you know, just continue to hurt and hurt. So I've I've been very pleased with the way Andre Andre's been uh, pushing through uh, some of the things that he's, you know, some of the bumps and bruises that he has, and and continue to press on uh, each day. How about George? How you, how you, how you feel about the way he's played? You know, I think Jordan came back in, f- in phenomenal shape. Uh, yeah, he had a, a target weight that he was trying to come back at, and he came back at that weight. Um, and you know, he came back lighter, he came back more fit, and it's showing out there. Um, and so, you know, just a he's just a big man that can move like a little man, right? It's, it's so, and so I'm really I'm really happy with the way that 
and happy for Jordan that he came back the in the shape that he he did because you know that's that's the key right going against those athletes that he's going against on the other side on the defensive line he's he's gonna have to be in the best shape of his life and I think right now he he did come back you know I've only known him for a short time but he, he said to me and and the strength staff have said he, he is in the best shape of his life close quarters Nick and those those tight spaces how do you think Devontae Smith has handled that the first couple of days? Devontae, I, I just uh, I give so much credit to Devontae um, and his his uh, fundamentals. He's worked at his game. He's worked at his craft. Um, give so much credit to the coaches over there at Alabama that you know his wide receiver coach, Coach Saban, his offense coordinator, like they they've worked at his game and, and improving his fundamentals. And that's how a player gets better is you know they have we got these guys out here that are world-class athletes and then if you can combine athleticism with fundamentals the sky's the limit for a lot of these guys and that's why i see Devonte just his his fundamentals are are really polished for a young player um you know so a lot of credit to Devonte for working at his craft and at his game and a lot of credit to the people who have coached him in the past we're going to do a couple more. Putting the, uh, the, the playbook together, and then now you get to see it on the field, like these players running it. How malleable is it? Like, how much tweaking do you do based on what you see on the field versus what you have on paper? What you're going over now is your staples. Things, you know, your staple plays in those first couple installs are what you're, you really think you're going to run a lot of, right? And so it's not like we just started running these these plays. We knew the problems that, that are are proposed to these plays and what we got to do. So it's not so much anything that we're tweaking. It's more so like, how do we get better at the details of this play? Like there's, I think there's a lot of, there, you could, you could be in a, a, in a situation and be like, Oh, that looks really good. And I'll run this play. And then I, from this offense and I'll run this play from this offense. And that play looks good from this offense. No, we know these are some of the pl- core value plays or the core staple plays we want to do. So it's not so much tweaking those. It's just, we know how to coach those those fine details of that play because that when it and, and get those guys really good at those fine details because at the end of the day it's how do you execute those you know even when the defense knows what you're going to run how are you going to execute those plays and the teams that execute those plays are the ones that know those fine details and play with high fundamentals. Ruth had a question over here, coach. You gave some of the older guys day off a maintenance day yesterday. Um, how do you balance guys needing to work in a new system and a new scheme and, and, and getting that with? Uh, getting the time yeah, yeah, that's a good question, Rube. The We're, you know, we're constantly thinking about how to keep the players healthy. Again, great training staff uh, head, headed by Tom, great uh, strength and conditioning staff headed by Ted and Dr. Arsh uh, being oversight and everything. I mean, they, they, we just are always thinking about how we keep these guys healthy. And so one thing that we do is, is these guys have to, these guys that are older in the league and have had some years under our belt we we're, we took care of the other day and they're on a schedule that we, we haven't scheduled out right now exactly what days we know they're gonna they're gonna miss and that was their first scheduled day but and it was all about keeping them healthy I'm not concerned at all about the the new pl- the, the plays uh, in the new system they're in that meeting room they're in the walkthrough so they're getting those mental reps um, but I know their bodies benefited from what we did yesterday and the suggestions from uh, our, our strength conditioning yeah. staff. Conversations like with Jason Kelsey. How do, you, how do you lean on him? How is he a resource? And you must have a good Chase, Jason Kelsey story already. Right? 
Uh, you know, you, 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 bounce, you bounce the things, the pulse of the team off of him, right? Because he talks, you know, he, he's close with all the guys on the team that people look up to him. He, he's, man, I just think about him and I think about these, these high, just these very smart individuals, highly intellectual individuals that I've been around in this game, football smart. And he's right up there at the top. And like, it's just, it's just great to be around guys like that. And I, and I would be pressed not to say Philip River. He's like in that category of Philip Rivers and, and Nick Hardwick and Jason Kelsey, these guys that just, I've been around that just, they just get, they know exactly what they want to do because they've seen the defense a hundred times. I'm imagining that's how Drew Brees was and, and Tom Brady is because they've seen these things so many times. And so, yeah, it's just great to be around a guy like that because he really can lead your protections and your calls on the offensive line. And, and so just, just got so much respect for him and all that he's done in the league and what I see him doing every day out here. I just want to ask you about the left tackle competition. How's that look these first few days? Uh, how, are, how are Jordan and Andre handling that? Yeah, I mean, everybody's competing for, for a job. And uh, I think and those two guys are no different, like you said. Uh, I think they're both – I know they're both embracing it. Um, and I see them both, uh, part, uh, you know, playing at a, at a good level right now. Um, they, can, they can both be better. Uh, but I, both, I see them both playing at a good level right now. And um, – Again, they, they just they know what we're, this program stands for: connecting, uh, competing, right? Accountability, football IQ, and uh, fundamentals. And I just see them attacking that every single day. It's too early to tell with with particularly with offensive linemen um, as far as that because that position and, and this whole game is played with those pads on. So when we get those pads on, uh, it, it's going to start to shake out and it will it will it will play itself out. Last one, guys. You mentioned that Jalen Rager is obviously going through a tough personal time right now. How do you make sure you and, and the team become a support system for him? Yeah, just just being being there for him. If we're gonna if we're gonna start, if we're gonna say the very first core value is connecting, and then aren't there for our players in the time of need, then we're full we're full of it. And so it's just being there for him, and and you know having the people in place in the building to to help him deal with anything that he's going through. And, and so you have professionals that do that, right, that, are, that can, can talk to him if, if need be. And then you just have coaches that, that care for him that are there to talk to him too. So, and I think you see too, you see the players, you, you see that this is a, a tight-knit group of players as well. So there's a lot of guys for him to be able to talk to, again, professionals, coaches, and his teammates. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks everybody. For more news, daily training camp analysis, and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.